to welcome y'all to the first podcast, the beginning, episode one of Cigar Talk with Cigar Beat. Um, thank you for listening, man. We're streaming on all major networks, all major streaming services, uh, Apple Music, Google, Spotify, Anchor. Uh, you can catch us anywhere. Uh, hit that share button, hit that like button, subscribe to us. We're going to be doing a lot of interesting stuff this season. Um, got a lot of good interviews in store for you. Um, got a couple of good people around the Washington, D.C. area that's going to be coming around, giving their thoughts on topics, um, real men having real discussions, you know, getting some of the stuff that's on our chest off. So we'd like to welcome y'all, man. man first thing I want to talk about, though, today in the beginning, everybody knows we're dealing with this COVID-19 and it's, it's rough. It's rough. But um, now it's breaking news that Donald Trump has con- contracted uh, COVID-19, him and Melania Trump, um, as well as some of the cabinet members in uh, the U.S. Senate and Congress. Um, it's tripping me out because the way they downplayed the virus and didn't really, really, really uh, pay attention to the severity of it and kind of downplayed it. It's kind of biting them in the ass right now. Um, they're saying that he was admitted to a, uh, not Walter, was it Walter Reed? Walter Reed Medical Center here in Washington, D.C. Uh, he was treated, um, but it, that kind of dosed me for a little loop, right? If the president downplayed the severity of this virus uh, that's attacking and it's caused the lives of lives of 200,000 plus Americans, uh, as soon as he contracts the virus, they they ship him off to uh, Walter Reed Medical Center uh, to get him the best possible uh, treatment they can give him. What about the 200 plus lives that were lost in the U.S.? The people that died alone by themselves and to have a president to sit there in their faces and make it seem like it's not even a big deal. It's a hoax or you call it the Chinese plague or the Chinese flu, whatever you wanted to deal with or whatever you wanted to call it. Um, Let's think about the 200,000 Americans that then lost their lives because the pandemic was downplayed or wasn't taken as serious as it was supposed to be. Um, I have a serious issue with that, you know, uh, because you're getting uh, top of the line treatment for a disease that you didn't even believe was real. Um, I have issue with that and I take issue with that. And on top of that, um, you mocked people. Um, um, you talk so much shit about people um, saying that it was fake and it was this and it was that. And then you and your wife test positive. Um, from the news reports that I'm seeing is that he was having trouble breathing. He had to uh, undergo oxygen. And I'm just wondering with the president of the United States now, how do you feel about it now? I would love to see how you feel about it now, what you're going to say to the American people now uh, about this situation, because it is, I don't know what our future holds, but I know it doesn't look very good. It doesn't look very good, but we're going to keep pushing through. I mean, because we're survivors, we've been surviving this whole time. We've been through 
we're going through and we're going to keep going through and we're going to make it out alive and we're going to make it out without a stain on our shirt regardless of what our leaders and it's funny now that our leaders are getting hit the hardest right now because reports are saying that um, the coronavirus is running rampant through the Senate and the Congress right now. Um, and just to think about how many lives the president put at risk, because what I'm understanding, the timeline is is kind of messed up. Um, they're saying that the president knew about it before he did uh, the presidential debate with Joe Biden, which who is COVID-19 free, by the way. Um, he was saying that he knew about it, but he didn't. He got there late and he couldn't take a COVID test before he went on stage because he arrived late. But sources is telling me that he knew that he may have contracted it because um, his press White House secretary was um, diagnosed with COVID-19 a couple of, along with a couple of other White House aides. Now I'm thinking about the security. I'm thinking about the whole White House as a whole, people who happen to be working in the same building as this man. Uh, like I said, the Secret Service security detail, um, the many White House staffers, uh, security, um, just all of these people that you were putting at risk because you didn't care enough to um, take the virus serious. Now, the world around us, they're getting better. They're opening up. They're killing off of cases. The numbers aren't rising in the way that it is in the U.S. It's, a, it's unprecedented uh, right now, the numbers that we're seeing in the U.S. And it keeps rising because we just, we just, I don't know what it is about our leaders. We just decide just to ignore it or turn a blind eye to it. And that's not helping at all. I mean, because people are still dying. Yes, the economy is, 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 is breaking down. Yes, the economy is struggling. Yes, we need jobs. A lot of things in the U.S. are, are, are breaking down and people are closing up businesses and so on and so forth. But I blame that on leadership. Why do I blame that on leadership? Because you had a, you had a chance in the beginning, back in November when you found out about this. You had a chance in November to lock the country down, get ahead of it, but you chose to be arrogant. And now that arrogance is coming back to bite you in your ass. Now you, your wife, a couple of minute, a couple of members of Senate and Congress are dealing with it. And now from what I'm understanding, they're saying the president is 74 years old with underlining issues because he's obese. Um, that's not a good thing. That's, that's really, really not a good thing considering um, people with underlining issues have died. Matter of fact, 200,000 of them have died. And you just, you just acted like, you just acted nonchalantly. Just, I, I don't get it. But now, like I said, it's coming back to bite you in your ass. And it's really, really affecting you, your family, the people that you hold close to you. Um, there's nothing really much more I can say about that except for we have to take a wait-and-see stance. I mean, um, there's no telling what will happen. I don't wish any ill will on him or the First Lady. I really don't want to uh, say anything damaging or deadly or anything that will um, um, 
doing any type of damage to the president's life or speaking any type of death or damage to his life because I don't want to see that. I do want him to learn a lesson behind his um, arrogance. Uh, and this is this is a good lesson to learn. I mean, you have to learn humility and what better way to learn it than to deal with COVID, the same disease or the same uh, um, pandemic that you said didn't even exist or the virus that you said didn't even exist or it was a hoax or it's not that deadly or it's this or it's that. You really, really sat back and just told the American people lies. And here it is coming up in November. We have a choice to make. Um, We can keep your lying ass in office or we could go with the lesser two evils of Joe Biden. Now, listen, I personally... um, I have denounced my party lines or my party affiliations. I'm no longer Democrat. I'm no longer Republican. Um, because, to be honest with you, and this is just my opinion, and I'm speaking on my opinion, um, most of the politicians, if not all of them, are full of shit. All of them have some type of agenda or some type of pack or some type of lobby that's backing them. All of them need favors. So therefore, if you really actually stand for something or you stood for something and you went into that office and you have some type of pack or lobby donating into your campaign, nine times out of ten, they won't want some type of favor down the line when you get into power. Now say that power or say that favor doesn't go along with your principles or morals. What do you do then? Do you sell out for the money or do you do your job as a civil servant and look out for the people first? This I have a problem with because most people don't look out for the people first. They look out for their own self-interest. And I think anybody in politics or anybody that's uh, out front, say like a figurehead, like a politician, a senator, or a congressman, um, your duty should be to the people first. Not to your rich friends. Not to the ones that's donating into your campaign because most people can't afford to. They live, they pay taxes, they're law-abiding citizens, but they get ignored on a daily basis because you guys, the upperclassmen, the elite, think that whatever goes on in your world is what happens in the real world. And I'm here to tell you I'm a part of the real world, and that's not how we live, buddy. Um, But come November 3rd, um, I hope you guys show up to the polls, you vote, uh, because that's your God-given right. Um... I don't even know what to say about this shit show. I mean, because if you even rewind it back to the presidential debate, <laughs> we're embarrassing ourselves on a global level. And I don't think uh, the narcissistic president that we have in office right now even cares that he's embarrassing himself in our nation. Um, I truly believe that we can turn this around, but we got to get the right person in office. Um, He's proven to be unfit. He's proven to be a bad leader. He's proven to be neglectful. Uh, He's proven to be a narcissist. And the people that back him, and I'm not mad at you for backing him because you have every right to choose whatever candidate you choose, but... For a person that has lied time and time again, um, who's made up stuff time and time again to make himself look good, who's um, 
who's made promises that he's never kept. I mean, someone make me understand this. How could you keep someone like that in office and then make him in charge of the free world? I just don't understand that logic. But here we are, the the offices are empty, schools are empty, uh, the streets are empty, (laughs) but the hospitals are filling up. Hospitals are filling up bed by bed, case by case, person by person. But yet and still, <laughs> the virus was a hoax. But now you and your wife have to deal with it. That's funny to me. But like I said, people, um, come November, get out there and vote. Uh, vote your way about of this. Um, find you a suitable candidate that you think will. And if you vote for Donald Trump, then that's on you. I can't even be mad at you for your party affiliation or who you think might be best at running the running the free world and as the president as the president of the United States um, I just can't see it the guy is just totally unfit to to be any type of leader I'm sorry I, I just can't I just can't me as a tax paying citizen I just cannot and not saying that I'm siding with Joe Biden or anybody like that because I don't trust Joe either um Joe has said some things in the past that I really don't agree with either. And then, as for the black community, we give up our vote to the Democratic Party so easily without even getting anything in return. We spend so much money, we give our undivided devotion, and we don't get anything in return. That has to change. Coming in 2021, we have to take our power back, our economic dollar back. We have to demand be in their faces, make our politicians work for us and not the other way around. 2021 will be a very, very, very different year. Um, 2020 has been tumultuous, man, and we already know that this has <laughs> been bad. But we've made it through. We're going to continue to make it through. God bless the dearly departed for the those that didn't make it all the way. Um, a lot of us have lost loved ones, friends, family because of a neglectful leader. Um, I pray that you guys um, find some type of healing, find some type of comfort during these dark and uncertain days because we're in the midst of it. In the way experts say it. Uh, we'll be in it for a good little while, but I believe we are resilient people. We will make it through. But like I said, man, get to the polls in November. Make sure you cast your vote. I mean, because if you don't vote, then you have no right to be upset. You have no right to be angry. You have no right to say anything. I mean, you didn't cast your vote. You didn't speak up. So I'm taking, I'm giving this opportunity for everyone who isn't registered to vote, please register. Um, For those that are registered, show up to the polls and numbers, show up to the polls and numbers, show up to the polls and numbers, cast your vote. Um, Something must change. Something must change. Um, 
these are the type of topics that we're going to get into on some God Talk. I'm going to have a couple of guests that you guys are going to love, man. And just we're just going to have interesting conversations. So for all you guys, man, that's listening, tuning in, tell a friend to tell a friend, Jack. We up here every Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday. Tune in, tell a friend to tell a friend. Mark your calendars, mark your days, mark your hours, because we are taking over this radio thing, this podcast thing. Um, again, man, I want to thank y'all for listening. I love y'all, man. Until the next time, we out. Thank you.